Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are finally pregnant and very excited about this new life growing inside you. But what is really going on during those first 12 weeks? I am Dr. Mauricio Levine, board certified OBGYN, and today we'll be discussing all the amazing things that happen during the first trimester. This is Preggy Pulse, episode 90. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got kinkles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your weekly online on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Annie Laird. Thanks to all of our loyal listeners who have joined the Preggy Pals Club. Our members get special episodes, bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals app, which is available on the Android and iTunes Marketplace. If you're not able to be in here, uh, we broadcast from San Diego, so you might not be able to get in here on a weekend during a taping, but you can stay involved in our program by becoming involved in our virtual panelist program. You can go online and uh, submit questions, and our expert panelists will be answering them on the show. And you can participate in conversations from anywhere in the world. See our website, www.preggypals.com, for more details. All right, so welcome to Preggy Pals, everybody. Let's get started with our panelist introductions. I'll start off. I'm your host, Annie Laird. I have three girls, an elementary school uh, age daughter, and then two daughters uh, who are toddlers very close in age, Irish twins. So a newborn, and uh, it's almost like having twins. <laughs> so a lot, it keeps me busy, keeps me on my toes. Uh, my day job, I do a, I'm a uh, government contractor, I teach. So, Janine, on to you. I also have three daughters. They're five, and my twin girls are two and a half. And I am a birth educator and doula, and just starting to put my foot back out in the world. Uh, I was a teacher, a school teacher, for several years before having children. Um, and so I am excited about being a part of the birth world. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Nancy. Hello, I'm Nancy. I work with Annie as a government contractor with Lockheed Martin. And my husband and I are expecting our first baby in uh, May. We've been a two-pug household for four <laughs> years now. You have your fur babies. So it's very important. Yes, this yes. Is our, our first, first baby girl uh, that we're expecting. So we're very excited. Awesome. Sound familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. 
You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Today on Preggy Pals, we're doing an app review. The app that we were reviewing is GS Preschool Games. Now, this is a free app. It's designed for kids in the age group from three to six, although I did have my eight-year-old review it as well. Uh, And, you know, she was playing on it for a while. It got her off of watching Little Sister Duty, so she was very into that, playing games on my uh, iPhone. I don't let her have my iPhone a lot. The description of the app is that it fosters learning, imagination, and free play, and also says that kids enjoy playing these games for hours without getting bored at the same time learning skills which are carefully incorporated in the design of each game. You guys got a chance to play around with this app. I'll let you share what you thought about it and then I'll show what my eight-year-old said. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter frequently if she's up from her rest time before my younger ones are up I'll let her play a little bit on my phone. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah I could see her having a little bit of fun with that and having those nine different choices she Mm -hmm. certainly would be able to go back like oh I'm done doing this go back and do something else would definitely keep her engaged I think and it would um it's nice that you know that it would tell you what to do and she can follow the directions it's a way to learn you know listening and doing and following directions so Mm -hmm. And uh, cleanup looks like a breeze, too. Yeah. I'm sure with all those puzzle pieces around, it's oh, pretty difficult. These are all, I'm looking at our small square footage, and I think these type of games are the, the yeah. direction I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, just yeah. Nancy, just wait for all the Legos to come out. And <laughs> oh, then, I yeah, bet. you always miss one of them. So that's a nice thing with iPhone games is, you know, there's not uh, all the pieces to be cleaning up. You don't have to de- be dealing with that's that. That's where the, so. uh, the pugs will come in because they'll find those. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll find them, you know. So what do you guys think? Thumbs up, thumbs down on this app? Thumbs yeah. up. I think it looked Thumbs interesting. Up. Yeah. 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 My eight-year-old liked it too. So she uh, resisted me taking the phone away from her eventually. So yeah. So I think across the board, uh, thumbs up from all three panelists. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Today on Preggy Pals, we're starting a brand new series, and it's focused on all of the different trimesters of pregnancy. Our expert who is joining us to talk about the first trimester is Dr. Levine. He's an active staff member at Sharp Chula Vista Medical Center and Scripps Memorial Hospital in Chula Vista. He is certified by the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology and by the American College of Obstetrics. Dr. Levine, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us today. 
Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Now, how are the trimesters normally divided up? I think, you know, I, I used to get so confused, especially my first pregnancy, looking online and in uh, I think that's especially with first-time pregnant moms, you know exactly that you are 10 weeks and three days pregnant. You know, on my third pregnancy, I was actually, I had a couple of miscarriages, so it was like my seventh pregnancy. I was like, I'm somewhere in the first trimester. But I think it, it is confusing of where's that break that normally obstetricians have, okay, this is the first trimester. And we count the first trimester as the first 12 weeks of pregnancy. Okay. Uh, the pregnancy, as you know, it's 40 weeks. Mm-hmm starting to count from the last menstrual period, count the weeks. But really the pregnancy starts at the time of conception, mm-hmm. uh, two weeks after the period. Okay. Uh, many patients are confused because they're asking about months. Right. But we tell them it's more accurate to say that the due date is at 40 weeks mm-hmm. after the last period. Okay. And the first trimester ends at 12 weeks. Okay. So generally, if you're talking like a 14-day luteal phase, so from the period starts to the time of when conception. you actually get pregnant to, for, to conception, that's two weeks right off the bat there. So so you're saying that 12 weeks includes that first two weeks uh, yes. of of the uh, when the period starts. From the last period. Okay. And that's one to be, I want to be clear with that because sometimes patients get, get confused. Yeah, yeah. Now, what kind of stages does the baby go through in the first trimester? Um you know, we talk about baby or fetus or, I know there's a lot of other technical terms of what stages that the, that the baby goes through. The first trimester, we are going to talk about the embryo, mm-hmm. not the fetus. Okay. So it's the embryo where it's getting formed. All his uh, different organs are, are being uh, formed. Mm-hmm. And we consider fetus after 20 weeks. So the first 12 weeks, uh, it's just the, the embryo. That's where it's so important that patients are being careful to not to be exposed to different type of uh, toxins mm-hmm. or things that can harm the pregnancy. Right. Uh, some Many patients don't even know that they are pregnant. Yeah. But the time where you really want to be careful to be not to be exposed to any teratogen, like we call, mm-hmm. it's before 12 weeks. Well, I imagine during that first trimester, that's really when all of the organs are just forming of like, you know, this cell becomes a liver cell and this cell becomes a cell that's going to be in the eye. And it, it's pretty amazing. Exactly. By the mm-hmm. eight weeks of pregnancy, the baby's the embryo, which you say, it's already formed. Mm-hmm. Now the baby kind of starts off with a tail, doesn't doesn't he or she? Or when do, when does the tail kind of go? It becomes the the tailbone, right? Yes, when well, you know, each time we're going to see the development mm-hmm. uh, each week. But as I said, by eight weeks, the baby embryo is already formed. Mm-hmm. From eight to twelve weeks, it's growing, mm-hmm. and the exposure to, like I said before, toxins mm-hmm. are going to be uh, worse after the two to four weeks of pregnancy. Now, what kind of toxins uh, do should pregnant women, I wouldn't say, you know, can be, be worry, you know, you don't want to worry too much. You know, how many pregnant women, that I'm sure you hear this a lot in your practice, they come in for their first prenatal and say, oh, I, you know, had a good time out with my husband and we split a bottle of wine and I didn't even know I was pregnant. I mean, is that something that, that women should be worried about? Or? Yeah, it happens very, very often, but patients don't know they are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they even come on the second trimester because they, they just have irregular periods and they, have, they don't have any symptoms. Yeah. Other patients have a lot of symptoms mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. 
How common uh, is miscarriage during this stage of pregnancy? Miscarriages approximately happen 15% of the cases. Do you say, Depending did you say 15, oh, one 15, five. okay. No, no, one five. <laughs> wow. It uh, depends on the age. Yeah. For example, in elderly patients could be a little bit more often, mm-hmm. up to 20%. Okay. Uh, younger patients could be between 12 and 15%. Mm-hmm. That sure seems like a really high number. Uh, I guess, you know, when I had my first miscarriage, I had no idea until I started reaching out to other women just how common that it is. Yeah, it's very common, and mm-hmm. the most common reason for miscarriages are chromosomal abnormalities. Mm-hmm. Whereas I said before, if it happens at the time where it's going to affect the whole embryo, mm-hmm. the body miscarriages. Yeah, I don't know if uh, either if you guys could could chime in on that. You know, at least with my personal experience with that, um, I think that that was a bit of a comfort to hear from uh, my doctor, hear from my midwife that you know, likely it was it was you know nothing that I personally did. It was just miscarriage is one of those very sad, unfortunate things. It was just kind of I got unlucky, you know. So yeah, I've had a lot of friends that I haven't experienced one myself, but it's certainly like you said is so much more common than I would have thought now with my friends all being at you know childbearing and mm-hmm. how many of them have experienced it and uh recognizing yeah that it's a loss and it was they really, you know, to, it took uh, some time to process and to to try again. Yeah. And then recognizing that it um it was probably for the best whatever reason, you know, that that pregnancy ended like you said there's some sort of complications in the embryo that that baby would have had problems maybe later so mm-hmm. it's the body's way of like it's the body's way of rejecting out. it mm-hmm. before it happens to have a malformation where yeah. the miscarriage doesn't occur and then the, you can you can end up having a malformation on the baby yeah so it's better for the, bo- the body to reject it mm-hmm. when that occurs from the beginning yeah yeah, that's a, it's a very just tough subject, but one that I think is so prominent within that first trimester, especially after a woman has had a miscarriage. You're a little bit on pins and needles the next time around waiting and for it. I almost feel that, and, and uh, Dr. Levine, you know, chime in if this is the case or isn't the case of just 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 the fact of a woman can get to that first appointment, get through the first trimester, have a heartbeat, usually everything at that point is is pretty straightforward. Yes, plus many patients that already experienced the miscarriage, as we said before, it's pretty common. Mm-hmm. They come very scared for the second pregnancy. Yeah. And it's important that patients and listeners to understand that this is it could be recurrent, but it's uh, unlikely. Mm-hmm. Most of the times it happens one time and then patients have normal pregnancies. Yeah. There are certain conditions where there could be an habitual abortion where it happens repetitively, and mm-hmm. then we have to do some work of why is the reason. Yeah. But I want to make sure that people understand that most of the times, it is only one time, mm-hmm. and the pre- future pregnancies could be as normal as and uncomplicated as any pregnancy. Yeah, that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to be discussing what kind of changes are going on with mom during the first trimester. We'll be right back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Today we're talking about the first trimester of pregnancy with Dr. Levine. Now, Doctor, what kind of changes we already talked in before the break about what was going on with the embryo and what was going on with the baby um, and why it's so important to avoid toxins, as you were saying, uh, because that embryo is developing. Uh, but what's going on with mom body, mom's body uh, as far as physical changes that's going on with her? Like we said before, some patients don't even know that they are pregnant on the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Some mothers expect changes in their bodies. Mm-hmm. The changes mainly are uh, physically, for example, breast tenderness, frequency urinating, mm-hmm. uh, nausea, vomiting, the, uh, sleepiness or tiredness. People are very tired. And that happens because the hormones are uh, increasing. Mm-hmm. The main hormone in pregnancy is the HCG, mm-hmm. that's the gonadotropic chorionic hormone, uh, and that hormone goes up by since the conception. Mm-hmm. Let's say by the, the uh, week six to eight, that's when people start becoming symptomatic, becoming to be nauseous mm-hmm. and vomiting. I reassure my patients by 12 weeks, that hormone goes to the peak. Yeah. Your body gets used to it, and then the the symptoms disappear, 99% of the cases. Yeah. Now, these symptoms can be mild, moderate, or very severe. Mm-hmm. In the mild cases, uh, patients can just go by by changing the diet, stop having uh, greasy or spicy food, eating more um, uh, crackers, for example. I tell them, don't worry if you don't eat for a few days, but drink. Mm-hmm. Don't drink a lot of water keep hydrated mm-hmm. if that doesn't work then we treat them with the uh, medications like tablets sometimes suppositories mm-hmm. even injections mm-hmm. if that doesn't work and patients get dehydrated sometimes we have to put patients on in the hospital mm-hmm. i've had patients that they are really very sick we call it hyperemesis gravidarum mm-hmm. and it's important to reassure the patient no matter how sick you are in the first trimester your pregnancy is going to be uncomplicated passing 12 weeks and most of the times after 12 weeks all these symptoms go away yeah that does seem to be the major complaint i think during uh first pregnancy at least among my group of friends is just oh i feel so nauseous or um you know what about the other panelists here in the studios what during your first trimester is it nancy now you're well in your second trimester now Mm -hmm. what what was the major complaint was morning sickness it or was it Uh, something else i was very sleepy and then i developed that superpower of super scent which was not as cool (laughs) as other ones but i uh i had to change my deodorants even because i just could not handle the smeller yeah. I got the excuse not to have to cook dinner too much because handling that raw meat just kind of felt queasy. So mm-hmm. that was mostly my two big things, and now those are those are gone. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it was just it was a very big difference. Though. Yeah, 
my first pregnancy, I couldn't handle uh, any kind of raw pork, which was terrible because I had this great recipe for a grilled uh, pork tenderloin. And we had it at least once a week. But like you said, you're, you get that super smell. And I just it's could just... not even think about it. Just yeah. Like <laughs> yeah I, have a, I have a lot of patients that come on the second trimester and they say, oh, you were right. I feel perfect. <laughs> and I didn't believe it when I was so sick at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Did you experience any kind of uh, um, nausea terrible, or anything like that? Terrible morning sickness. Yeah. Yes. Was that with both of your pregnancies? Yes. The mm-hmm. first one was pretty severe, but then being pregnant with twin girls. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. I thought I was dying. Yeah. It was, it was really intense. I And I had what you're saying that I think it would have been diagnosed as the hyper, what is it? The hyperemesis. Yeah. Gravity. I needed to use suppository, I, like everything, because I couldn't hold anything down so it's yeah. pretty and you you wonder how long is this gonna last yeah there's no way I can make it 40 weeks but I remember with my third go away with my third baby you know my husband was deployed and uh I, you know you you have those thoughts of just like no I just it would be okay if I would die right now yeah yeah and because I'm just I feel that miserable I'm glad and, you say that because yeah. I feel bad having <laughs> that I had those <laughs> thoughts but I was just like take me away yeah it's that intense mm-hmm. yes yeah it is so yes it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, uh, and Nancy probably knows this, I, I I wasn't intending on telling people at my day job that I was as pregnant as early as I was, but it was just. You couldn't uh, hide I, that. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, I asked Annie, oh, that new ginger ale type. Yeah, that, How do you like that? And it was literally, oh, I'm pregnant. I said, what? I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. I was just trying to get a product review on a new ginger ale. <laughs> so I was kind of, and then I. She's a little sensitive yeah, about, like. I didn't want to whisper it around the office. Oh, Annie's pregnant. Yeah, so. well, especially since I'd just been hired there, too. I think I was, I was new at the job within, like, three months or something. So, but yeah, I was, like, I just couldn't hide it. I was just, I was just a particular shade of green. Well, so. I'm surprised you could go to work i literally was laying on the couch well it sounds like it was, i didn't have it as bad as I you had like yeah laid out mm-hmm. someone please parent my older child because i cannot well that's <laughs> what nick jr is for so yeah, yeah right yeah we watched a lot of einstein baby whatever <laughs> yeah you know, something or other and what happened after 12 weeks you um, i did feel a lot better, better. It, it took time it took maybe into the four, 14 weeks because it took a yeah, little time I tell my patients taper. between 12 and 14 weeks, mm-hmm. you're going to feel perfect. Yeah. You can still tell your husband you are not allowed to cook. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. And by the time I felt better nauseous, then I was so uncomfortable big because yeah. I was pregnant with twins. So it was a whole different world of yeah. uncomfort. <laughs> now, Dr. Levine, is there anything to, and maybe this is just an old wives tale, that women that are pregnant with girls have worse morning sickness than pregnant No, than I really don't boys. think it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, with okay. The, well, I was more hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Sex, I think it has to do with the hormones mm-hmm. and the way the body reacts, as I said, to the to the different hormones. Mm-hmm. The HEG, as I mentioned before, is the one that's rising. Mm-hmm. And at the time of the peak at 12 weeks, yeah. that's when they feel better. Now, we have to remember that also the estrogens are increased, the progesterone is increased. That's why people complain of breast tenderness Mm -hmm. because you have an increase on the amount of estrogen. There are changes that has nothing to do with the sex of the Mm -hmm. the, the (laughs) embryo, I should say. (laughs) Now, what can mom expect as far as prenatal care during her first trimester? On the first trimester, we want first to find out and uh, confirm that the pregnancy is alive and it's in the uterus. Uh, Screen the patients for anemia screen the patients for other uh, infections. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly w- in high-risk cases, we can offer pre- uh, prenatal screening as far as genetic counseling. Mm-hmm. I, and educate the patients, basically, on what are they allowed to do and what 
they are not allowed to do as far as exercise, food, medications. Mm -hmm. I usually tell my patients, exercise, intercourse, it's okay, as long as there is no bleeding or cramping. Mm -hmm. I imagine this wouldn't be a great time to start up some, you know, uh, CrossFit craze, you know, if you're a pregnant mom. No. If that, that's if you're not laid out with morning sickness on your couch. Yeah, so, so what kind of exercise would you do? I usually tell my patients whatever you're used to do before you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. I've had patients that they never did any exercise. They said it's not the time to start. Yeah. Other patients that they are aerobic instructors where they are fitted and they that's what they do all day. Yeah. They can continue with their lives as long as there is no bleeding or cramping. Mm-hmm. As far as diet, patients are allowed to eat basically Everything I tell them to avoid certain things. For example, not to eat raw fu- uh, fish mm-hmm. because of the mercu- uh, mercury, mm-hmm. like sushi, for example. Uh, I told them to avoid the amount of caffeine, avoid the amount of alcohol. Caffeine tends to interfere with the absorption of the iron. Mm-hmm. So if people are, they are not able to stop the caffeine completely, at least to minimize when they w- want couple a day let's say but uh, if things that can be avoided the better Mm -hmm. first trimester specifically for medications Mm -hmm. now there are certain medicines that you can take Tylenol for example if there is pain Uh, if you can avoid any any exposure it's the best the first trimester but it's okay to take some medications over the counter Mm -hmm. I take advantage also to talk about smoking if patients are smokers we know it's smoking is not good for the patient anytime and some patients are motivated to stop smoking at the beginning of the pregnancy. Yeah, that's what my mom did back in the 70s. So she said yes. it was the, one of the hardest things she'd ever done. So And sometimes the pregnancies are enough reason to for them to be motivated. So mm-hmm. I take advantage of that also. Yeah. It, mainly this is the screening and the counseling we give on the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Now, how many weeks pregnant are moms when they normally come into your practice for that first visit? Like I said before, there are if patients... They know, if they know that they're pregnant. <laughs> yes, you know, we have patients that come right away two weeks before and that creates sometimes some kind of anxiety because uh, sometimes the uterus is not enlarged enough to, to be able to say that they are pregnant with a pelvic exam. So mm-hmm. we have to do other testing. Sometimes they come so early that the ultrasound cannot even pick up a gestational sac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the reason... We have to do some uh, HEG levels. Yeah. If the HEG is going up, that means that the pregnancy is in this right place. Yeah. And everything is normal. If they ex- ex- start experiencing these symptoms, we know that that HEG is going up. Uh, other patients come in uh, a little bit later. Some patients come in on the second trimester because they didn't even find out that they were pregnant because they had a history of irregular periods and they didn't know that was a pregnancy. Yeah. Well, with those uh, HCG levels rising up, I remember being so sick. That was the one thing, you know, Janine, you talked about being laid on the couch of just, I kept thinking to myself of like, okay, you know, I've had losses before, but this means that it's a healthy baby. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that the health, the, the, and so that that's one thing I held into when I felt like, dear God, just kill me right now, yes. you know, so yeah. <laughs> You're right. I yeah. do remember thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. But at yes. least, you know, it's a good sign that mm-hmm. that HCG is going up. And your baby is alive. Yeah. Or yeah. your embryo is alive and you have a, a intrauterine pregnancy that's going to do yeah. better. Yeah. It's the best case scenario. All right. Well, thanks to Dr. Levine for joining us today. For more information about Dr. Levine and his OBGYN practice, as well as information about any of our panelists, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. 
After the show, Dr. Levine will share his advice to moms. Now, we're in the middle of the flu season right now. And, uh, you know, you hear things about the, the flu shot. Should you get the flu shot? Should you not get the flu shot? What type of flu shot should you get? So we're going to continue with that after this in the bonus content. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, Preggy Pals. I am Cynthia Caden, founder of Trick My Crib Nursery and Kids Room Designs, where I help your nursery dreams come true. I'm excited to talk to you today about saving money in the baby's room. Having a baby is a special time in life, and it's nice to make the baby's space really special too. It's nice to place a few items in the baby's space that really pop, and you don't necessarily have to spend a fortune on them. I love the idea of refurbishing old dressers, picture frames, shelves, or bookcases. You can put amazing colors and designs on these types of items with a little paint and imagination. I also love the idea of creating beautiful, eye-catching items in the baby's space with fabric, knitting something, making a quilt, or creating a decorative pillow for the rocking chair. These are all ways to add lovely special pieces to the space without breaking the bank. Other ideas include customizing curtains with your own loving detail. You might add fabric butterflies, something sparkly, lace, shapes, or even use fabric paint to create your own masterpiece for your baby. For example, white curtains with baby's handprints or messages to baby would be a priceless treasure with minimal cost. The possibilities are endless on these types of do-it-yourself projects and the items you design and create with your own heart and hands become meaningful family heirlooms. I can help you think of ideas as part of my flat fee design service. Please like Trick My Crib on Facebook and visit my page often for decorating ideas. Thanks for listening to today's money-saving tips and be sure to listen to Preggy Pals for more great pregnancy tips in the future. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, our show The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies, and our new show Twin Talks, for parents of twins. Next week, we are talking about resuming your sexual relationship with your partner after pregnancy. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. 
While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.